Okay. And then Jack Johnson kind of copied the song. I, I don't know if they wrote it, but um, for the Curious George soundtrack. No Rain? No. The three is the magic number. Oh. Stay with me. Stay with me. Oh. You know what? I'm not... I'm not going to put too much um, stock into what Shannon Hoon thinks about the number three. I don't want to be dismissive. We're not using any of this, man. Like, that is, I, I, I try to go through <laughs> life not being dismissive, and then I just besmirched right. Shannon Hoon for no reason whatsoever. No, that was not, it was inappropriate. Yeah, so there we go. Sorry, my apologies. I love that song, No Rain, even though it's about sadness. It's still it's still the happiest song about sadness ever made. You just turned my um three three is the magic number into your own story, yeah. That's what I do. It's so what do you me. think that yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 686 of the Two Hosers Photo Show. My name is Alan in Tübingen, Germany. With me again is Matthew from Fergus, Ontario. Fergus. You're really, you're really uh, interested in Fergus a lot. I, it, I, we never got to the bottom of, like I asked you the population and you said it, it's one Walmart. So, of course, I went back in actually, and then I think I said fifteen thousand to which, to my children's dismay, was wrong. Uh, so it's closer to twenty five thousand. A way off, yeah. No, nah, okay. I don't know if it's a way off. I live in the past, so I remember a population sign from twenty years ago saying fifteen thousand. Okay, so twenty five thousand, still, still small. That's a small town, right? Absolutely. Okay, I don't know what small town, what the cutoff is, because I think Tubingen is, I think it's around 80,000, but that fluctuates because it's a university town, so it depends on when, when you're here. So, uh, you know, we're, we, I still call it a small town, but it's a small city, really. Mm-hmm. So, all right. No, it's, I, I prefer, yeah, I don't know, I like the small town. Close enough to the big one to get there for major um, things that you need to do, and... The day-to-day life is a little bit slower. The I think the, to me the, the the determining factor of of what is a small town is uh, the how many barber shops you have. Okay, I was going to go with pizza parlors. Pizza parlor. The fact that you call it a pizza parlor means it's small town, right? Um, so the fact if you can actually go in and eat pizza inside somewhere, that's a that's a tell. That's a small town. That's great. I miss that. Not um, the case though here. Used to be, but not not anymore. Uh, boo. Yeah, that's you corporate. Wanna... That's corporate takeover. But okay, so you have a Boston pizza then. So that just closed, and that was the only one you could go sit down in. Not a parlor though. That's just a fast food. T- I, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So there's that. So how many barbers you have? So I'm a, I'm, I'm assuming you have at least two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you have your regular barber? Like, you go in there and Floyd's like, oh, hey, Matt. So, um, the all the barber shops that opened are actually quite expensive here. Okay. And it seems as though big city folk came here, opened a shop, and they're drawing people from from the big city to their... They have a following. So these guys... uh, A haircut's going to be $50 or more. So I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't... These are the... um, The self-starter shops that are open, not your second choice haircutter uh, franchise. So... So I leave town and I found a place that is a small shop, just 20 minutes south, and uh, I get a a $25 cut. Okay, so in Vancouver, like in in the heart of Vancouver, well, the West Side, there's a ton of barber shops. It's about twenty five bucks with with tip. You're looking at thirty bucks. Right. Um, always tip your barber. That's the move. If if you Absolutely. have a regular guy, definitely tip your barber. Um, I have to do it. Yeah, it's 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 the smartest move. Uh, oh, he loves me. My barber loves me. Okay, so I you have a guy. So so well, I brought my X one hundred one day, 
and took took a quick shot of my son. I'll have to post that. I'll post it. And uh, I threw it up on the, I guess it's Yelp or whatever, or Google for him, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm able to do that. And I'll have to dig up the number, but I think it's had about 50,000 views now. Oh, nice. 50, yeah. So so that's been better. And it's a cool shot. And um, and then a few other things. Again, as I mentioned, I bring bread. I think I mentioned, I know I mentioned I bake it, but I bring yeah. it around to everybody. So, of course, I show up one day with some fresh, hot loaves of sourdough bread. And so all these little things, you know, he just loves me. Plus, um, yeah, I don't know goes on and on and on he's fun it's fun to uh to interact at a barbershop where yes. it's kind of old school and you can say just about anything um so i like that i like to bring my kids there and give them that old world experience yes no appointment you just wait in line and then and then like my my favorite slash least favorite thing though is like so. There's there's a, there's a few of them here, and uh, like there's a, typically you, there's a bunch of them that are like run by like like Turkish dudes, and then they hire other Turkish dudes, and so and they cut fantastic hair. So three out of the four guys will cut awesome hair, and then the new guy he'll cut awesome hair one out of every ten, and so it's like a kind of like a like a roulette game you're playing. Sure. Uh, and so I remember doing that one time. So go, I used to go to this this guy. First haircut was the best haircut I've ever had, like by a barber. Um, like he took like this is the guy. He not only did he box the back off, but but of, of my hair, he took the straight razor out and actually like free handed with a straight razor around the ears. The whole just awesome, amazing. I'm familiar. It is. That's an excellent feeling too. Oh yeah. Couldn't couldn't wait. Went back didn't get that guy he was he the next guy was fine he did a nine out of ten it was really great haircut went back the next time and got the new guy and it was the worst haircut of my life um it was just before i was going to vancouver to work too so i had to show up to see people i haven't seen in months and i just had like like whoops was the we called that haircut whoops and so that's the worst part. And then, and then every time you go back, like you'll walk by the window and see, is that guy working? Okay, I can't go in today. I have to come back yeah. a different day. And the funny thing is you can actually, at these barbershops, go in and then when that guy's in line next, you can just say no. And they're actually, nope. well, at least the ones here, they're going to be fine with it. Really? Yeah, yeah. You can pick You can pick the guy. Now, generally speaking, you just go next in line. Yeah. But you can just defer because there's someone right behind you waiting. You go, no, 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 I'm going to wait for the next guy. You go ahead. And the next, so that's what I find. So once you know, you don't say, I don't want you. You just say, hey, I'm going to wait. I'm going to hang out a little bit longer. (sighs) You're next in line. You're up, buddy. They know. They know what you're saying, though. Oh, yeah, but the guy in line wants to jump in. So that's that's not a problem. Yeah. Right? Okay. You're just being a, you know what? You just need to be a nicer guy. I am a nice guy. I'm an extremely nice you guy. You are a nice guy, but you've got to just take it up a notch. Uh, I pick my spots. Let's put it that way. I pick my spots. Uh, Patreon. You want to help us out, get some haircuts. Um, speaking of haircuts, I'm honestly, I, I complain about this every week. I seem to get a, an internet bill for some hosting service of some sort like three times a week now. I think they, I got to check my records. They might be overcharging me. I'm wondering, since this is the third show I've done in a row, when yeah. my Patreon check's coming in? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll check your contract. Uh, okay. Yeah, there is a there is an eight-year probationary period, so um, you're going to bide your time. Yeah. Not uh, a problem. Anyways, go to our website, twohosers.com, find the Patreon link, and pledge a couple of bucks. It helps keep keeps the uh, keep the lights on over here. Do it. So, what is going on? Haircut, haircuts aside, P.S., just to put a, a cap on that, um, 99% of my haircuts are just me cutting my own hair. Like, I cut my own hair uh, most times. When you want to know what's funny? What's so, so do I. So do I. Do you know where the money goes when I go to a barber? I'm not paying for the haircut. I'm paying so I don't have to clean up my bathroom after. <laughs> so... There you go. That's twenty five bucks well spent. Although it's, it's twenty Absolutely. here, I think it's I think it's eighteen bucks, eighteen euros, and then you, you you tip out at twenty. So, anyways, what is going on? What's going on in Fergus? 
Well, I, um, we, my, uh, we had a TV accident this week and, um, I need to purchase a new TV. So my youngest child, my kids both have jobs and they recently wanted to buy an Oculus. So we went on to the Craigslist or Kijiji here and uh, they found one uh, in great shape, used their money, bought it. And it's great. The VR is amazing. Yes. Okay. It's, it's crazy. If you haven't tried it, it is excellent. Uh, I meant to try one once and I, I didn't. So this is like you could do like where you could do like a tour of Paris or something. You could do that for sure. What do the um, kids do? Well, I can tell you the first thing I did was find a YouTube video in VR that's a roller coaster and you're you feel like you're on the roller coaster and it's about to go down, but you're standing up and on a roller coaster you're sitting down and I felt like I was going to fall down i had to i had to sit down uh i really i really did so it's pretty cool how your mind goes in and you feel like you're there the kids play games so which is good because they're very interactive they're moving all the time in these games okay um so my son when he when he takes it off he's sweating he's he's worked up a a good sweat um so so that's a benefit to it they're not just sitting on the couch, uh-huh. and but to come back to full, full, uh, um, to come right back around uh, for Christmas, he wanted a an extension to these hand controllers, and Santa was nice enough to bring him these. But these are little plastic add-ons, and they have a strap that goes on. But unfortunately, as he was playing, the strap came loose. The controller went flying and mm. right into the TV. And, well, I'm pretty actually impressed with myself because I didn't yell. And, uh, you know, I didn't uh, I didn't get upset. I just said, this is these things happen. It was an accident and we'll move on. So so that was fun this week to for uh, as a little uh, not a little, but, you know, we, we only have really one TV in the house. And we don't watch a lot of it, but um, you so take out big, a major... How big was the you, TV? That's a great question, because I'll bring it uh, back to my Costco visit yesterday to to get one. So we had a 55-inch cheap. Is that big for you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, we, okay. we maxed out. We bought ours years ago. And I, I, I'm changing my tune now that my eyesight's getting old. Um, but ours is... A, we have a 32-inch TV. Oh wow, that is! I I don't even know if you can buy a thirty-two inch TV anymore. No, no and I we will. I, I did buy a projector for downstairs, and we, we made a, a movie oh, theater, yeah. um, and and started a movie last night with my son, which I'll bring up after your TV story. But okay, so you had, you had a fifty-fiver, you broke it. So we head down to Costco. Which why are people um, so difficult in Costco? There's no rhyme or reason. They cut so you difficult. off like crazy. The store itself is fine. It's the people within it. Right. But, but Costco's confusing because there's a lot going on at, at one time. Like there's a lot yeah. of stimulus, yeah. stimuli. And so it's, 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 it's like you're, 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 it's like fish and like the shiny lures and you're just tricking people into walking everywhere. So I hate going to Costco, but I also love it because who doesn't want, you know, 12 gallons of sauerkraut for 45 cents. I do. Yeah, me too. Okay. So we, um, oh yeah. So, so the point is we're looking, well, first off we were getting groceries, but, uh, so I started looking at the TVs and it's so funny how you start. Of course, I just went in, I told my wife, we'll, we'll, we'll get a, we'll replace it with the cheapest 55 inch. But then I'm looking at that and the one right beside it's 65, 65. 65 and it's only an extra, you know, $100. Maybe it's better to go to that. And then, well, beside that one's the, the I don't know, um, UHD or, or oh, OLED. Yeah. And, well, that's another 50 bucks on top of it. So next thing you know, I'm going from a $450 TV to an $800 TV, and I've justified it in my mind. Luckily, yeah. my wife takes me back down to reality. 
And uh, we, we unfortunately left without a TV. Okay. I just couldn't decide. And I felt like the one that I wanted in the seven, the, the t- I think it's an LED. They didn't have it in a 55 inch. So we're just going to look online and order it there and have them deliver it for free and mm-hmm. take that hassle away. Fifty-five is big nice. enough. I'm, I mean, when I when I do replace yeah. the thirty-two, I'm probably going to go with something in that range because, like like you said, like you can't buy them anymore. TVs are essentially free, relatively speaking, if you think about it. Uh, think think back to what a, like when you're a kid and like your your parents bought a television, like color TV. It was like it was it was nothing to sneeze at. It was a decent outlay of money. It was probably four hundred and fifty dollars back then for a twenty-seven inch color TV. Yes. And and that was deeper than it was wide. And so you think about that. Okay, and CRT, I think, yeah. Exactly. CRT. Exactly. So we, we had those, and, and so I try to explain it to I had a long talk with my daughter last night after a massive blow-up and uh, explained to her, and I was like, no, it's, 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 it's both amazing and a curse right now. Like your, your kids, like every other kid, is, they're cursed by having a massive 55-inch TV eventually, in their house. Um, and if they want to watch something, it's like I Dream of Genie. They just nod their head and, oh, this, 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 this shows up. You can watch whatever you want, whenever you want, in your massive HDTV. It's not good. It's not a good thing. The children don't need to worry about that. They're going to, like, paint a TV onto their wall yeah. that they nod their head at, and it just comes on. Of, of course. So there, yeah. there, there is that. Anyways, yeah, so it, it's... You don't need you don't need a seventy inch TV. That's that's too no, much. no. It's just funny how you one thing leads to to another, and next thing you know, you're looking at a ninety inch TV that's sure. ten thousand dollars, and you've somehow justified it in your mind. Yes. So yeah, they know. Don't she doesn't listen to this anyways? But um, never tell my wife that I actually appreciate her bringing me back down to reality. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would have mentioned something that no, you don't need a TV that big. It's it's not it's not just you're fine. But 32 is too small. Like it, we we our whole thing was like I I I love the idea of having a living room without a television in it, and so the idea was okay, 32 is big enough. We'll 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 you know we'll hide that in, in some furniture somewhere and bring it out. You know, unveil it when we want to watch TV. But the 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 issue is you 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 absolutely do need a bigger TV if you want to watch. Hockey, for example. Um, when I was a kid, you know, you watch on the CRT, they shot hockey games differently. They, they were in tighter on the action because everyone had a smaller TV. And they figured, well, at, now we're going HD. We can back off. We can show more of the play because everyone has a 65-inch TV to start. So it's big on their wall. They can still see the images the same size as when we, we, we zoomed in on the smaller t- TV. It's the same physical size, but now we can show more. But then you got me having the 32-inch TV, and it's too small, and you just can't follow along. So they've obsoleted me. It happens. It yeah. happens. So there's that. So, yeah, my, I think my son's still okay. He, he knows what's going on or, or reasonably enough. But anyways. Um, so over here, baseball practice has started, by the way, in the gym. Uh, spring training with the kids, my son's team. Um, which we're excited about. We had a, we had one team last year. We've expanded to two. We had that many kids show up, and we're building the program. So basically, all the kids showed up yesterday or f- Friday, and uh, so that was good. Got off to start. And then the very next day, yesterday, uh, my son had a hockey tournament in Heidelberg, of all places. Have you heard of Heidelberg? I've heard. Yeah, definitely. But I'm not sure. Is that north of Tubingen? Yeah. Yeah, it's about an hour and 45 drive on the Audubon. Uh, up near Mannheim, where we were the week prior for the, the Adler game. Um, so just 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 outside of, of a town called Heidelberg, which everyone tells you. Remember, told me, oh, man, you got to go to Heidelberg. You got to go. It's the tourist place when you're over there. And so we, we went, like, years ago, went and checked out Heidelberg. It's cool, old town, amazing. Kind of a lot like Tubingen, though. And so I was like... In what sense? Oh, it just so similar that you yeah. weren't that impressed. 
It's it. I was impressed. It, it was yeah, yeah, accurate. So it's basically it's it's like a bigger version of tubing in with more tourists. And it's like, oh well, I kind of this is kind of where I gotta live. Like these the cobblestone streets and the half timber houses and and the whole deal. Like tubing in is what you imagine Germany to be if it was a ride at Disneyland. Like it looks like they built it on the back lot. Um, so anyways, but Heidelberg. So this is just outside of Heidelberg. Uh, evidently near where they make the big Capri Sun factory is. Like this massive factory where they make the juice, which I never really occurred to me. Uh, Sorry, what juice is this? Capri Sun, you know it. I don't. You do, you, I'm sure you do. It's got, they, they, when we were, when I was a kid anyway, they, they had like, there was the juice boxes, but they were in like sort of like a, not a juice box, but like a metallic looking sort of, folder envelope yeah. or something and you poke the straw on the side anyway yes yeah so that, i guess that's okay. where the factory is we, we played next to the factory for some reason that's all so okay there's that so that's all my yeah sorry so my day job takes me into all kinds of production food and bev plants so i'm i'm generally familiar with with this sort of um production um of 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 items but i've just never heard of the capri sun factory maybe it's more of a european but you're saying you remember it from british columbia oh yeah remember it when yeah. i was a kid for sure for sure mm-hmm. and I, I i guarantee you it shows up it's got like the i don't know what they're called those little vacuum packs like the little tetra packs or something like that it, that's it, what they're called yes tetra. yeah so they invented that like back in the 80s so regardless that's that's a whole offshoot that we don't need to go down but point is that's where we played up up by Halleberg. so it uh, long. And this was that, just a game or a turn tournament. Yeah, it's like a little mini tournament. So they like okay. they invite they the, the team up there invites three other teams. So they have four teams, and you play sort of a a round robin, like a twenty minute round robin against each team, and then you play another twenty minute round robin against each team. So they split the they split the rink in half, and you play one. 20 minute thing like like side to side like a small thing okay. and then and then yes. they flip it around after that you play everyone once and then they, they put a divider down the middle of the ice and you play one you play a game against each team like a long way so it's a very narrow rink but you play the full length which is kind of weird but that's how they sounds do it. worthwhile for the at least for the two-hour trip he what he was on the ice for i don't know he got to play for a couple hours or yeah, you were like there and a half for hours or something like that it's, yeah. It ends up being that. Oh, it's totally worthwhile. Like, like it's it's definitely a long drive and, and not something that you would do if you're living in, in Vancouver. You'd drive four minutes and you'd be at the rink and have enough kids to play. Um, it's different over here, but it's worth it for my son's enthusiasm. He he is so excited to, to get there and loves playing. And he's not good. I don't want to I don't want to uh, paint a picture of like, oh, yeah. He's, well, he's 10. He's 10. Yeah, right? but he's Canadian too, right? And so you'd expect, but he's only been playing for a couple of months. Like he just started playing. And so, um, and his team, they get regularly beat because they end up playing against kids who've played for like eight years already at their age. Like they've been playing since they're four, four years old. And, and so uh, they get out there. And, and and some of the teams, like I think the team near, from Stuttgart, they have a bunch of American kids from like the base, the army base there. And so... I think I think they like my, my son's team lost like infinity to three or something like that. I forget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the important thing is he did score his first goal ever yesterday. Amazing. Yeah, he was thrilled. And it wasn't a cheapie. He got a got a breakaway and he legitimately I'm not exaggerating. I would I would I wouldn't lie to you. I would I would tell you the truth. He went top shelf. Which means wow. he, he ripped it in the top of the net over the goalie's glove. Uh, and it was actually a very good goalie too. So I, I was like, like I said, they didn't get many goals. Uh, that was one, and he was so thrilled after, and I was very thrilled for him. Proud, proud dad. Proud dad. Yeah. So I didn't get a photo of the the goal itself, but I did. I did get a shot of him out on the ice yesterday. So well, it sounds like one. you weren't expecting it. Um, actually, by that point in the game, he'd had a number of chances. So I, I, I was. I just I just wanted to enjoy the the game rather than have to document it all. I wanted to be part of it. That's and, good. Uh, yeah, and that's important as well. You did send me uh, a quick photo of the arena of the rink, sorry, and right. I would assume it would be 
the lighting in there looked horrendous. Yes. And it would be hard to get good photos. Although I know you've spoken about this in the past with your older camera with with your mirrorless now, do you find it's 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 a lot easier to capture photos in the arena? It is. I mean, I don't have a ton of experience in the arena. Like it's been relatively new, but um, there's a. I, I did post a shot of my son in in the in the in the folder there. So there he is uh, during the play at some point. But that's that's in that dark arena um, with the uh, the seventy to two hundred f four at I think that's an ISO thirty two hundred gave me like a one four hundredth of a second shutter speed or something like that. Um, and so, the Capri Sun sign is in the background. There you go. See, they're a sponsor. They 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 probably own the rink for all I know. Of course. But, uh, hey, so, that's a great shot. Yeah. So 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 yeah, he's. Uh, uh, I, I was not. I did not have a good vantage point for his goal in terms of photography, but it was pretty great to see. So there you go. So that was it. That was that was our weekend. Um, okay, so sports. it was family day here last weekend as well. So I've got. I threw up a couple photos for uh, for you. So we got a bunch of snow again, which was great. So we we were able to go out, and um, this is my. My 10-year-old going um, tobogganing and hitting a jump. Uh, I had a few other actually really good shots, but there was some other children in the background, so I didn't post those here for you, but we had fun doing that. And then my wife's grandmother had a birthday, and it's definitely, she she's more than 90. I won't I won't say her age, so I posted a photo of When you of get to be 90-something, uh, you would tell everybody how old you are. She hasn't, I don't actually know. It's going to be somewhere around 94, we believe. All right. Um, and she's still doing great. Having a, having a, so we had her over for dinner and, um, you know, just a small celebration. So I wanted to capture a quick photo of uh, my wife and her sitting on the couch and just shooting, shooting the breeze. So I posted that up there and she, 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 so she starts going on and on about a stick vacuum. Um, one of these small, lightweight vacuums, but um, you know mm-hmm. she, you know she could. She looks at them in the flyer every week, and she can't. You know she just couldn't. She couldn't come. You know, buy one. It's too much money, or or whatever. Again, she's ninety four. So I quickly um, get a hold of all the grandchildren, which there's four four for grandchildren and we purchase her a nice stick vacuum and i head down after the amazon delivery and hook it up for her and get it all going and she couldn't be happier uh my wife took a little video when we brought it into her and and it was just amazing so so that was that was that was the family day weekend last weekend and brings us up to today all right. You have to use the exact same joke I use on every every time there's a vacuum cleaner involved. And I'd be like, oh, man, that one that one sucks. Right. Always. Yes. Which gets a, a, a snicker the first time. Um, mm. The next hundred times, sheer hatred. Uh, and then after that, it's really funny. So you, you have to gut it out. And eventually, totally. I feel like your, your wife would not say it ever comes around to being funny again. No, I let I let uh, go. She bought one of the robots, so that's not true. I bought one of the robots for her, and uh, on on the caveat, did we talk about it on the show? I forget. I I, I said I, I I don't mind you getting a robot. I don't care. Like I'll, I'll even pay for it. I will not do the IT support on it. Uh, yeah, I, no, that's that makes sense. Yeah, but at this point, I don't know if there's any. Uh, you have to program it and and like, do you? Oh, okay. oh, it doesn't sell. I don't know. It's pretty fancy. It's pretty fancy, but it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> see, I'm still laughing. Yeah, I'm still see, laughing. you, you can use the, it. Not really. You can just use those jokes on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right, let's get into. Oh, reminder, everyone. The monthly challenge this month is leap because it's a leap year. See, how I did that. Um, don't tell anybody, but I'm pretty clever uh throw that up on the Flickr site in the in the group and we'll talk about that uh, next week that's actually next week's show is is the monthly challenge uh so what did you shoot this week well you already told me you got your son uh 
doing some uh, a jump on the uh, the snow there. Yes. Okay. When you when you expose for that, do you let it rip or do you ex manual expose for the snow? What do you do? What's the move? Um, it's a good question. I will say so. I shot this with the X100 and. Uh, I chose that obviously because it was easy to carry in the cold and it's got the um, ND filter on it. Mm -hmm. So so I wanted that because I knew it would be high exposure to the sun. It wasn't super sunny, but it wasn't totally overcast either. So, so I did want that. And uh, I ended up shooting it a little bit overexposed. It, no, pardon me. It was underexposed and I brought it back up in post. Right. That's how I prefer to do it. I find when you shoot overexposed, I, you lose too much too much in the highlights. So I will try to expose a little bit under. I'll use um, trees. Like I'm just looking at the photo now, but anything that I can uh, try to expose because you're not going to do anything with the snow, and there was so much of it. Right. So so I'm using the stuff that's around that I can actually get a quick idea on where that exposure should be and then I'll bring it down a little bit. Um, the big thing I'm, I was trying to focus on, not, no pun intended, but it's actually not the focus, but the speed. So I've got it, so I think I was shooting at one two thousandth of a second on this one. Mm -hmm. um, but I really wanted to stop, after doing this numerous times throughout the past, I'm always disappointed when I can't freeze the subject. And I was attempting to get the jump, right? That was the goal. And, um, and it worked out okay. It worked out okay. Indeed it did. Uh, whenever I shoot snow like this, I, I expose for the snow, meaning I, I check it out. I, I meter off the snow. Okay. And then set my exposure to be, uh, you look at it like in, in the Canon, for example, Nikon goes to plus three, but in the Canon, it's, it's, it's plus two or minus two all the way up, like the increments for, for, over, for exposure. There's the zero. So I, I, I basically set the snow up to plus two and then click it back a third of a stop. So one and two thirds essentially over. And then I find that the rest of the image will fall into the proper exposure. The faces, faces will be very, very close. You'll still get the detail in the snow as much as you need anyway. It's snow. Uh, but right. you'll, you'll, you'll be exposed about right. Um, the faces will be pretty close enough that you can just adjust the shadow detail a tiny little bit to get what, what you want. But, uh, basically the same, same results as you're going to get, get mm. here. It could definitely be difficult. It, it definitely can be challenging to, cause every, every scene will be a little bit different with snow and, and how to deal with it. Um, color temperature as well, mm. obviously can be yep. a pain in the butt. Yep. But you can see he's got nice gray pants on and I was able to kind of meter off for that in post. Right. So turned out okay. Right. Yeah. I do the exact same thing when I shoot the hockey. I, I basically get a, a reading off the ice. Now I don't go plus one and two thirds. I probably go about plus one uh, and uh, leave, the ice, leave the ice there. And then the exposure tends to fall into place the rest of the spot. So... Well, and this photo isn't that great, but there was a few other kids that I obviously didn't post, but I got some excellent shots of them on the old GT getting some massive air off of this jump. So, nice. so it really worked out good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, we didn't get any snow this year, really. One, one short day and that was it. And so, but I love taking these kind of pictures as well. Well, I was going to say, this is a week ago and all the snow is practically gone and next week's going to be, you know, plus 10 degrees and Gorgeous. it'll all be gone. Just gorgeous. Uh, all right, photo of the week. That's what we're calling it starting now. Okay, so, I like that. The challenge wasn't issued, but you shot. I'm, I'm guessing this is your sauna. It is. So, um, I had thought about this photo for quite a long time. I, I go have a sauna often every day. So, um, some nights, again, you see the stars out in, in the sky, a nice full moon and i just i'm walking around outside thinking how great would it be to have all that steam come out of the sauna and have this background so so i could picture this shot and i really wanted to take it and i never i never did so this was a great opportunity um as a weekly challenge air quotes to set it up and do it so i did just that 
um, I knew I had thought about this for a while. So, so I had created the photo in my mind and how I was going to, to achieve it. And I set that all up. So get the camera set up. I'll just go through what, what I did. So I've got the camera nice, like on the ground, the tripod is as low, you know, the legs can go out and then go out again. So it's right down to the ground level, uh, shooting up into the sky. And I have a single flash on the roof of the sauna shooting back towards backlighting the, the steam as it comes, Okay, comes out of the door. So, so what I basically did was a 30 second exposure, similar to last week. Went inside, the door is closed, dump a bunch of water on the rocks, open the door, trigger the flash remotely. I'm inside uh-huh. hiding and, and then close the door immediately again. Because you want to keep it all in for, the, for your actual sauna. Right. But I just want to release that steam, pop yes. the flash. I actually popped the flash remotely a couple times just to make sure I... I because the steam's coming up in, in, not in different bursts, but obviously I didn't know. I can't see where the steam's at. So, right. so, so I popped it a couple times to make sure I'd capture some of the steam and then close the door again for the, to, to build up some heat for the next, next shot, not let nice. it all out. Yeah. Well, it's really cool. It's, like, it's a really good combination of like, the, the blue and the orange, obviously, obviously my favorite. Was the flash just bare? Did you put a blue CTB on just- it? No, no, I just did a bare flash. So I didn't think that, like, that's a great idea. What, what, do you, what would you have suggested to gel it? Probably a half CTB, but it doesn't really matter. It, it's, a, it's blue enough in this compared to the orange that you have in the, uh, in the sauna. So it, it, yeah, at that point, like, it, eh, you don't need it. It's just fine. Fine as it is. It's bare flash. Because bare flash is going to be at, like, 5,600, 5,500 Kelvin. The, yep. the light inside is probably like 2700 it's really below i'm guessing it's super orange uh well i'm still using and you'll know better than me but the old light bulbs i've got a stash of those the incandescent yes thank you okay so that's an incandescent light on that one okay so that's probably it might be 3200 then which is hard to say probably 3000 3200 something like that uh still very orange especially off the i'm assuming cedar you made it out of course okay yes so coming off that cedar is going to give you that nice orange look which in contrast with the rest uh is is great now when you dump do you do you regularly dump water on when you're in the sauna yes do you give it a a, a an odor do you, do you use different smells i do not wow okay so saunas are big here obviously uh in europe um, mm-hmm. not just the home saunas, but actually going to a sauna, like a, like a, it's like going to the swimming pool, but it's a sauna. So it's a whole complex. So there's some, some bigger, some smaller. Um, it's definitely a, 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 an amazing experience. So some of the bigger ones here, like you'll go and there'll be like different themed saunas. Like, yes, yep. it'll be like, some of them might have like eight, six or eight different sauna rooms. Um, so pretty big and, uh, and of course it's just, it's just public. So it's, everyone's in there and the rules are, uh, you're naked. That's the deal. Yeah. Yes. Which is, and it's sounds a little awkward for, 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 for you, perhaps they're used to it. They are used to it and, and you do get used to it. It's just, it's just bizarre the first time. Cause you're like, okay. Cause it's not like, oh, there's the men's section. There's the women's section. It's, this is the sauna, everyone in the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, 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 it's, it's odd at first coming from North America, but then, it, you know, you're fine. Um, but what they do is, is they, so you go in the sauna and it's just, you know, do your, do your normal saunaing, but they have a schedule for what's called an Aufguss, which they come in and it's a whole, you might've seen it, like clips of it on YouTube or something where they dump the, they, they dump the water on the, the rocks like, like you do. And then a, a, some a guy or a girl stands there and swings the towel around and basically moves it all around the whole sauna. I haven't seen this. Okay, but that and makes so, sense. Oh, it's okay. awesome because what it does is your body it, it your body cools down like a small pocket of air around you, and what this does is it removes it. And so like they like and they'll do this whole swinging it around and, and like they'll sort of snap their towel at each person, and then it kind of gives this blast of hot air. 
and uh, it's 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 amazing. Um, and that goes on for like it's like ten minutes long. This whole thing they do, they'll do three rounds, and like they'll they'll have like one of the waters will be eucalyptus uh, scented, and then the next yes. one will be something else, peppermint or whatever. And they'll do like a, a series of three. They'll they'll hammer everybody, and then everyone comes rushing out, jumps in the shower, and they'll have like fruit cocktail waiting for you. Like so they hand out fruit cocktail or ice cream or something like that, and. Uh, so I highly recommend next time looking into the the eucalyptus might be my favorite. I, I've definitely experienced. I know exactly what you're talking about. I just prefer not to, and I find that when you do scent it, it's it's an oil extract, and right. it it does. So then every sauna thereafter continues to have that. And for me, I, I just don't want it. But I appreciate the uh, the thought. Um, I want to know if, because a lot of people that sauna, I guess in Europe, like they're used to it, but if this person's in here swinging the towel, building the heat up, everybody wants it, but then somebody's got to exit the unit, the the sauna. Yes. Does everybody get upset that they've now, no one person let all the steam out? No, because the, 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 the etiquette here is if you go quickly and close the door quickly behind you, it's, it's fine. You're fine. Um, but typically you don't they tell you please don't if you have to leave after like the second round go ahead but don't if if you know you're just going to leave in the middle don't do it but so they'll they'll post the schedule of each one like at the front so everybody knows which elf goose goes where and so like there'll be a lineup so here's the issue is that like they'll they'll there'll be an elf goose that say three o'clock uh, and then, so people will want to get in on that one. So they'll start congregating and getting a spot in the sauna at like 2.40. So you now have to get a spot. You have to sit there for 20 minutes and then do the elf goose, which is just too much. But uh, they need a better, like a, like a bakery system where you pull a, pull a number or something like that and come back. Well, this uh, is why I built my own in the backyard. I don't have to wait in line. Yes, and 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 w- with your own in there, you know there's only going to be one weird person, and not a, not a whole bunch. So, agreed. You. And it, it's plugged in right now, so the sooner we get through this, the sooner I'm in the sauna. Even better. All right. Well, speaking of showering, um, let's get to my photo. This is a weird nice. one. That was this a good is, transition. This is a weird this one. Is, uh, yep, I did not expect this. So this is a photo of you in the shower. Okay, so this is going somewhere. There's a reason for this. This isn't a random photo of me in the shower. Is it going towards boudoir photos for your wife's birthday? Negative, Ghost Rider. This one, okay, so I'll explain. There's a very specific reason for this. Uh, posted a new YouTube video. I haven't posted it yet. I shot a new YouTube video for the whole Taylor Woodworking. I'm about to embark on a massive project redoing my entire upstairs bathroom which i've never done before as you you can you'll check the video out you can see it's a three minute little teaser video for what's coming um and so i don't know if you know this but like on youtube evidently thumbnails are like the most important thing on youtube okay i do I, I do know this. Yep. Okay. So there's a whole thing behind thumbnails and getting clicks and stuff like that. And so I haven't shot the thumbnail yet. Well, I have now, but I, I hadn't shot the thumbnail. So I haven't released the video. It'll go out today. So I have to build a thumbnail. So I wanted to do a thumbnail that basically says, hey, I'm making a new bathroom. So what is going to attract eyeballs? So I thought I would go Ferris Bueller and go with like the the the... the soapy hair with the, the, the faux hawk as mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller did. Um, I'm not going to publish this as the, the thumbnail, but I will be cutting and pasting and building a thumbnail out of this image. Okay. So this isn't the final thing. I don't know how many of these I'm actually going to post uh, on the, our actual website. I might just post the thumbnail itself um, because I do find it weird posting a photo. Now to the listener, you see next to nothing. Um, this isn't a full full shot of me in the shower. This is like basically a headshot. It, it yeah, it, it's it's definitely not revealing, uh, no. which is good. Thank goodness. Right. Um, so, how did you take the photo? Or do you have your wife? Um, no, she triggering no, the. She's, she's not involved. Of course, of course, no. she doesn't want to participate. Can no, you help no. me out, darling? No, uh, I'm just in the show. No, no, definitely no. not. So are you, you've got 
Do you have a remote trigger? My son was side? a remote trigger. My son snapped this for me. So I got it all set up. I actually, two lights as a matter of fact, one camera left in an umbrella and then one camera right up uh, above kind of shooting down with the, with the CTB on it um, to pr- provide backlight and then um, set it up on a tripod and just had my son snap the photo um, for me. Okay. So I, sh- I shot a few. So this, the reason I bring it up is that is that it's uh, like I say it's 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 an odd. This isn't what what the kids are calling a thirst trap. Um, this is there's going to be function to this, but I shot a number of them. And so the one I chose is the one where I'm doing the fake singing into the shower head, much like Ferris Bueller did. Okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that's probably the best of the bunch. That's why. That yeah, so I threw I like, them out there. Well, I was going to say, I think the quirky eyeball, eyebrow raise is probably, um, it, it's good. It's it's The other photos don't have that. I don't know if I can tell you're singing into it. Uh-huh. But I do think of the batch, that's the one that would make the best thumbnail-ish. Or, 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 yeah, I think it's the best of the bunch, put it that way. There is the one with the door closed, the shower door closed that we're shooting through. Yeah. That makes my face a little blurry, which I kind of liked, because that kind of obscures thing, things a little bit. Yeah, I do like it, except the the sides of the door are in the frame, and they yeah. just kind of, I don't, I don't know. That's why that, I'm building a new be... bathroom, because that shower is terrible. Well, I was going to talk about your grout, but, yeah. um, you know, um, we'll leave that. that you're, you're, you're ripping it out, so it's not a problem. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, all oh, of it's terrible. back to the, so while you're doing this thumbnail, um, you're creating these thumbnails, you might want to also keep in mind, I don't know all the details about this, but it is very popular that they change the thumbnail. So while you're building one, you may want to build two or three for your video and change that out uh, on a, based off a timeline of some sort. So I don't know if you okay. notice this at all, but you'll see this. I think you're probably, again, these comedians that you like, if you watch any of their videos on YouTube, you'll see that thumbnail change. You'll actually see it on ne- uh, Netflix change as well. So you'll be kind of like, Why, this is, is this a different? No, it's the same special, but they've changed the thumbnail over time. And that increases the hit rate. Okay. Because I, so something to keep in mind. It's all solid inf- intel because um, I, 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 some of my videos get, like a, I think, a lot of views for having almost no subscribers. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, and what I don't know about YouTube. Is. Yeah. What I, well, I'm going to change a lot of that, but, but what I don't, what I don't know about YouTube, you, you, you could, you could fill a, a library with. So I do need to get on that. I, I've not dedicated enough time to, to actually building that channel and the followers and all that. So, so there's that. So, okay. So you think I, I, I start off with the, the singing one. That's the best one to go with. I think so. Um, I know you said it's not just going to be a straight thumbnail, so... No. No. I, I, yeah. Well, Go the alter- for it. The alternate one is the one me, me dumping water on my head, like getting spraying it down, because I think it's goofy. Okay. and uh, They're all kind of goofy a little bit, right? Oh, it's me in the shower. Of course it's goofy. Hmm. So yeah. there's that. All right. Well, again, it's my head in the shower, not, not anything else. So there we go. All right. Um... Topic this week. Let's keep it short because this look how long we went already. Wow, uh, you you suggested you want to talk about about creativity, and I and 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 I sort of took that as 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 to the two words being creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what does that mean? Why? What? 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 What made you think of that as a topic? So that's a super broad topic, but. Um... I was thinking of subsets from that in the sense of this photo that I shot of the sauna and the fact that I had it in my mind already what I wanted the shot to be. And then I had to create, be creative to get the end result that I, that I had in my mind. So it, there's lots of different aspects or ways to take creativity but that was the, the, the thought behind that. So what I wanted to talk about is how you can think about the creativity of the shot that you want to get 
it can be anything. In this case, it was this sauna. And what the goal really was, was to have that steam coming out and capture that across a backdrop of a starry night sky. Okay, and so to back it up a little bit, the word, you know, creativity comes from create, um, I, which I find to be a, an extremely important idea to create. Because what's the opposite of create? Destruct. Or destroy, yeah. So I find it, I don't, I don't, I'm not even thinking in terms of photography. Necess- I mean, obviously it's important there, but I mean, we, we take creativity to, to mean, hey, do something different. Like do, be your own thing, do something new. That's Novel. That's, yeah, that's what we, we take creativity uh, as. But I, I find it, 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 it is a, a very, very important trait to have in, in, in life. If you are a, someone who creates, the opposite of destruct, no matter what it is that you're doing, you're going to be a positive person, a positive influence. You're going to um, influence the people around you, but you will also influence the kind of people who are around you. By, just by creating. And so to, to, to back up, you're talking about, oh, great, you wanted, you had the idea of having a steam in mind. Well, back it up even further. How did that sauna get there? I, I built it. I you created, created it. it. Yeah. Okay, so this is, this is the important part, the part that you're not giving yourself credit for on the show, evidently. But that's the part you're leaving it out. That leaving out is that, like, in order for that to get there, I mean, sure, you could have gone to you know your nine to five job and earned a bunch of money and and then bought bought one, and have someone put a sauna in. Um, not the same thing. Not nearly not the, same. the same thing as creating it yourself. Thank you. I agree a hundred percent. And um, yeah, because we talk about woodworking a, a little bit as well, or a lot, but. Yeah, I mean, I've never built a sauna like this or a structure of that size. So absolutely, I had it in my mind that I wanted to do it. I had to figure out how to do it. I had to then complete the task, which happened years ago. But I was, you know, one step at a time. And I think that's important as well is not to get overloaded with the end result or, or just looking at the big picture, take one step at a time. Um, they didn't build Rome in a day. It's one brick at a time. So, right. Um, and, and, and when you're starting to tackle this bathroom remodel, I'll never forget one of my friends and their, their family were redoing their entire house. And, uh, I had visited it on the r- ride back. I asked them, how do you guys know how to do all of these things? Everything from framing to drywall to electrical. And he said, Matt, we don't, Yes, but we know, we know we'll be able to figure it out when we get to the point that we don't understand. Exactly. You'll hear me say in the video, it's only three minutes long and it's just a talking head, but it's, I basically say, I don't know what I don't know. So not only do I not know how to do this, I don't even know, like, like I didn't know what was under my tub. My tub was walled off. And so basically, um, I, I went and was like, all right, well, I'm assuming they built this wall and the tub sits, sits in that. And it turns out, no, it doesn't. That, that was just like a little pony wall that was, didn't need to be there. So I popped the tile off and the wall basically just crumbled. And it turns out the tub was on feet on the cement floor underneath. So I didn't, I didn't uh-huh. even know. But sure. Now I do. Now I'm like, okay, now when it comes time to, you know, I'm going to replace that tub, what am I going to replace it with? Well, now I know what's there, what the options are, and I can figure out the next step. Um, what I didn't want to do is just completely tear out the entire bathroom and go, now what? Because that means we're going to have no bathroom for six months, which is a lot. Uh, we have other bathrooms in the house, but that's our upstairs one. So I'd like to minimize everything like the, uh, the, 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 uh, the time that is required to get it up and running. Stressing your family like that only builds them stronger. You do realize that. Yeah, I know. They, they love it. Um, but I, I do, I do want to, there's a happy medium. Like you don't want to just rip it apart and then, and then, you know, buzz off on vacation for six months. It's, it's, there's something in between. Um, and, and that's where I'm at. So it's starting to come out. Uh, I'll, I'll tear the rest of it out this week. I'm going to order everything else. So I have it ready to go, but I don't know. I don't know how to put a heated floor in the bathroom. I will. 
in three weeks, you can ask me and I'll tell you how to do it. Uh, mm. and, and so when it comes to being creative, that how it applies to photography is what I found is if, if, if you have followed along the, the Hosers show over the 13 plus years now, we started off very, very like back when you started listening was, Hey, here's how you open the box to your camera. And now what is ISO? This is what it is. Let, let's just, let's just do that. Because if you think about taking a picture and it's like, wow, you have the exposure triangle and you have the focal length and you got this and this, like what? There's so many variables involved in taking a photograph that aren't even the creative part. Just the little things that you need to know. But if you break them down and you learn a little bit and you build and build and build and aren't daunted by the finished um, product, now you have the opportunity to, the C word, I'm looking for the C word here. Succeed? C, the C word. I know. I, that was a joke, though. Six, never mind. Okay, I missed um, that one. That, we'll blame, the, we'll blame the internet connection for that. Okay. The C word is create. Now, now you can create. And so there's nothing... That, I, I, love, I love the notion of being creative because it's not, it's not that you're necessarily being different or unique or, or say, that's all part of it. But what you are doing is taking... You're making something that wasn't there before. So you are adding, you are hopefully adding, sometimes it's subtracting, but usually it's you're being yeah. additive and not destructing. And that is a very excellent trait just to have in general. People tend to flock to you and then other people hate you, but that's how life No, works. no. Um, no, I, I agree 100%. And that's why I'm going to bring it up. And, and I want to encourage everyone to to take that next step and, and, and keep, you, there's a lot of... Um, I gain, uh, sorry, I lost uh, the word, but at the end of the day, when you're completing these tasks and you, you, you gain uh, confidence in them, that helps everything throughout life as you move. So you're going to take on this task and you're going to get frustrated in your, in your bathroom remodel. But at the end of it all, you are going to get this completed and you're going to you're going to want to show everyone. You're going to be. You're going to um, have a lot of pride in, yes. in the work that you've done, and that's going to carry on into your day to day life and into the photography. And you'll know, not just take a simple photo, create. Think about that. How much? How can you push yourself to to make it a little bit better and different? And when you are looking around at different photos or or anything else i mean with your bathroom you're probably looking or your wife is at different pinterest or online examples of what you want and now you're not going to copy it but how do you creatively change you know in, interpret that and add it to your your end result of what you're building out whether it be the bathroom uh, a photograph or anything else so yeah yep. that's and imagine how good my shower photos are going to look in the new in the new bathroom. I can't wait. I feel <laughs> like you're going to have about 25 shower heads, like the ones on top just oh, you know, no, raining I don't mean the shower on I mean you. Me. Oh god. Oh yeah. no, you no, I, no more I, of look, those. Look, I don't no want more of those. I don't want to spoil it for you, but uh, do not purchase a calendar for 2025. It's already already in the works. I blame myself slightly because I did send you topless photos of me outside Whoa. and now you're sending me topless Hold photos. On. So Hold on a second now. We've entered a weird area. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going for an elf goose. Getting out of here. Uh all right. That's that's the beginning. I think we'll have more to talk about about specifically on being creative in, in the future. But that's it for this week because well, we've hit an hour and that's plenty. Absolutely. No, that's uh, great. Uh reminder. The challenge for next week is the monthly challenge when uh, Adam will return, unless he drops out. I doubt it. Uh, he'll be here for, for the next show. Uh, that is Leap. Put it on our Flickr site, and uh, we'll discuss that next week. Uh, meanwhile, websites. Matt. You can find my website at marionmade.com. Okay, my stuff you can find uh, Holtzfeller Woodworking, where you can find the new video that with the new thumbnail just completed this evening. And uh, as you hear this, it should be up. If not, I'm kind of a loser. 
my stuff is at alanatridge.com. Everything Two Hosers, you can find at twohosers.com. That's where you can go to find all the links, the photos, everything we just talked about. And that's it. Until next week, get out there and make better photos. Mm-hmm.